Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for 2023. Congratulations on everyone who made it to the other side of the year that was 2022. I am Lachlan Hodson joining you as will Charles and Dom for the rest of the year. Uh, We're looking forward to having another year of The Chaser Report, but not before we have a bit of a break over the month of January. Uh, And what we're going to be doing for this month is replaying some of the best of Chaser Report interviews from last year. We've got a couple of stellar ones coming up. Uh, I won't get into which ones they are because I haven't decided which ones they are yet. So DM me or email podcast at chaser.com if you have an idea for which interview you think should make it. Uh, But in the meantime, we're going to be listening to the interview from May last year during our election with none other than the musician Ben Lee because that's who we get our election coverage from at The Chaser, Newtown-based musicians. Of course, this is the interview in which Andrew Hansen also rips back into Ben Lee and they reignite their decade-long feud. However, the ending that it has is not quite the one that we anticipated it having. Uh, Listen in to find out what happens. Uh, In the meantime, our gear is from Rode Microphones, and we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Have fun. Ben Lee, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, congratulations on getting onto this podcast because this is, of course, the Chaser Report Election Edition podcast. So I assume the only reason that you're here is because you've... You're entering politics. Are you running in this election or something? Yeah, I've um, you know, I've been I've been considering it. I think I just missed the cutoff for the oh. official um, the ballot, but mm. uh, but no, I'm definitely like you know, it's one of those weird things as an artist where like I'm passionate about it, but I'm also skeptical and innately cynical. Like I, I like. I like the way poetry affects politics. So you know, we all try and chime in and do our bit. What what do you think of Scott Morrison's ukulele abilities? You know, his ukulele abilities are not that bad. It's just that he chose to show them off. Like, <laughs> like if that was a hobby that we never heard him do, it would be absolutely acceptable. Yeah. But the fact that he thought that was a good idea to, to demonstrate those abilities, you know, there's a lot of people that play music as a hobby and it's just a wonderful thing for mm. them. Yes. And that's where it should be kept. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it felt like even his family didn't really appreciate his ukulele. Maybe we're asking too much, but I feel like our elected leaders, a basic ability to read the room is sort of a <laughs> part of what we're voting for. Would you have preferred him to do one of your songs, Ben? Maybe Cigarettes Will Kill You could have been a public health message. Mm. Yeah, no, there, there are certain 
cultural moments that you sort of feel relieved to be left out of. <laughs> Do you use uke y- yourself on your uh, recordings ever? Do I Do use you- uke? I have used uke. It's, yeah, it's, it's not a great before. instrument, is it? You automatically conjure images of, um, I don't know, like Hawaiian culture. And it just sort of has like, it's hard to get it out of its stereotypes or something or tropes. Now, we should probably address the elephant in the room, which is 14 years ago, Andrew Hansen went on national TV and made a song about you, which was not very kind to you. Well. Is there still a feud between you two? No, there was never a feud. I thought the main issue wasn't that it wasn't kind. It was just, like, not quite funny enough. Um, No, no, no. I just think, because I think the thing about, like, the way I've always used humour is that, like, I think actually perform... Because I'm deeply entrenched and always have been in, like, crossing over into the world of comedy. And I am... I love working with comedians and everything. But I also think... Comedy reaches a certain limit where performance art doesn't... uh, Like, it can't touch what performance art can touch. And I think at the end of the day, I was funnier than that song was. And so that's at the end of the day, it's just got to be about what's funnier, you know? (laughs) Brutal, brutal. Well, look, in in my defence, and I'm going to throw Chris Taylor in front of the bus here, because he's now he's not here to answer for his crimes, but the idea for the song and most of the lyrics were written by by him. They were written by Chris Taylor, and this was what was interesting at the time, Ben, because I I rem- at the time and still um, I actually had no pro. You know, it's a song about finding Ben Lee a bit irritating. That's what the song's about. And at the time, I remember Chris presented this script to the script meeting and said, "Here's a here's a song about Ben Lee being slightly annoying. Is this is this amusing?" And 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 could you play it, Andrew? He said, because I was, <laughs> I was the one who plays and sings, and I had no feelings about you at all, Ben. I mean, I, I, I'm not I'm not going to say that, you know, you're insignificant or whatever. But I I, I had no problem with you. I, 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 well, I had to say to Chris, look, I don't spend parts of my day thinking about Ben Lee, and I don't spend hours like you do, you know, wrapping myself in, in agonies over Ben Lee. Um, so I felt awkward about being the face. Of that song, I but in the it, end, we had to fill half because an hour. Ben Lee rhymed correctly. <laughs> the reason I don't think it even rhymed. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it, uh, yeah. No, it does rhyme with a few of the words. In I the mean, song, I, th- yes. I think. Look, we um, all we're all roughly the same age, and we grew up in Sydney. Um, those of us who, who love music, and Chris is very much into his into his music. We had to, from the age of what 13, 14, we all had to hear about how amazing Ben Lee was for many, many years. Yes. Um, since you started Noise Attic, Ben, and I think for Chris it probably just built up as intense jealousy manifested in uh, a somewhat mean lyric. But on the bright side, a lot of musos would say it was it was flattering to be mentioned in the same breath as people like Michael Jackson. Yeah, of course, yes, of course. And, and also the other thing is about it that you're talking about somebody who is deliberately trying to be as annoying as possible. That was my entire, like all I was doing for that whole decade of my life was living and breathing Andy Kaufman videos. Like all I wanted to do was provoke people and annoy people. So it was like, it's not much of a criticism to say, oh, you're a bit annoying to someone who desperately only wants to be annoying. But I do remember being at the Lansdowne. I think I was seeing Sleepy Jackson and um. I hadn't heard the song, but I, Holly Throsby was there. And I think, are you friends with her? I think she was the person who first told me about it. Yeah, she was like, oh, there's this song on The Chaser. Have you heard of it? I said, no, I haven't heard of it. And she's like, oh, it's a bit mean to you. I think he was, there was concern you'd be upset about it. And I was like, I, I, it was honestly not <laughs> not that. Like like I said, like I just, I to me that was like um, steroids. 
Like all <laughs> I wanted was to be irritating. It falls into a very a small but esteemed category of songs. There was um the Ataris had a song called Ben Lee. Um, Klinger had a song called Ben Lee, and, um, and and I think those. Oh, and then um, the Multi Peaches. One of their first songs is called "I Wish I Was Ben Lee." So I think it's those four tunes mm. um, are the canon mm. of songs that discuss the pros and cons of being a fan. Are of we not even the best know, yeah. song about Ben Lee? I mean, we can't compete with the Multi Peaches. That's very depressing to hear. <laughs> so you've got a new song out. It's called "Like This or Like That." Uh, Remembering that this is an election podcast, is is there any link at all to to the election or Australian politics that we can sort of weave in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think what that song like this or like that is about is about choices that seem arbitrary, but ultimately they're not because they're how we express our values, right? So when I was growing up, when you guys were all the same age, whether you were a Pearl Jam fan or a Nirvana fan was a really big deal. Mm. It actually said a lot about what your value system was. It said a lot about what you wanted out of art, what you wanted out of like conversation, out of, you know, different types of the tribe you were part of. And similarly with, you know, the Beatles or the Stones, like these are all kinds of silly things, but they do express like, they express who we are and what we want out of our lives. And I think, because I live, you know, most of the time in America, we got pretty involved with Biden's campaign um, in 2020. Um, and it was undeniable that Joe Biden and the Democratic Party were not anybody's dream <laughs> candidate, <laughs> dream platform. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Um, it, was, it wasn't even worth arguing about that. Like, you, you know, my stepdaughter, who was at the time she was 19 and very idealistic and, you know, a real lefty, the way, you know, a 19 year old should mm, be, mm. she couldn't bring herself to campaign for Joe Biden, for the Democrats, because it, it just did not resonate with like her deepest held core belief system. Yet as you get older and you become pragmatic, but you also become, you understand that it's sometimes the small choices that don't seem that different where we actually make these kind of like key decisions about how we're going to approach the future. And I think particularly when you look at climate, similarly within America, I'm under no delusion that like suddenly we're going to like curb climate change because Labor gets voted in. I mean, these are like huge international and almost like cosmic problems that all these multinational corporations and lobbyists are all part of influencing. And it's like, I I remain optimistic that they can be addressed. But I also sort of just believe that like, whether you go down swinging is part of what makes us noble as a species. I, I want to go down swinging. If, we're gonna, if we are actually going to destroy this planet and destroy our species, which there is a chance that we're going to do, mm. I want it written in like the cosmic records that I disagreed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I think making those choices, even if they're not going to like solve the problem, they're the stories we're going to tell our kids. 
they're the stories they're going to tell their kids about. You know, it's like, what role did you play as the bus was going over the cliff? And it's, I want it to be known to my grandchildren that it was not standing silently while Donald Trump was reelected. It was not, you know, giving Scott Morrison another chance to have another four years of just ignoring the biggest subject that we need to be talking about. And that's, so, you know, it's like, in a way you have to be a little bit hardened by life and have a certain amount of cynicism to realize that like, damn, we can't fix it all with a vote. But like this or like that, those choices do matter. Mm. Mm. That's a very impressive uh, link, i got to say, Ben. So <laughs> it, on, on May 21st, choose like this or, or like that, I guess. Mm. Well, just realise that like it does matter and it doesn't matter at the same time. I'm not going to try and convince a 19-year-old that if they vote for the Labor Party, all problems are going to be solved. Mm. But I do think from a, from a, at a level of like the integrity of our species... We have to try and make progressive choices. So you've got the album coming out August 19th, I'm Fun. How fun can we be in that uh, context you just mentioned, Ben? Where, where do you find fun? Well, that's the whole thing, man. Like, you know, I come from punk rock. I come from underground music. It's like you guys come from, like, you know, poking at the bear too. Like, that's what we're all doing, right? We're all, mm. like, on the fringes of culture trying to, like, take a few jabs from mm. where we stand. The mainstream, the machine of the mainstream and the music that it jams down our throat as a culture, I'm not going to be able to topple that just the same way I'm not going to be able to topple climate change with one vote. But, like, I do think that toppling an empire, like, it, it has to be it's done with a fun. smile on your yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So fun is subversive. Always. Always. Because, because in a way, like... Our rebellious nature is beaten out of us with our depression and our cynicism. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Like we become like so trapped within a system that we feel we can have no effect on and mm. we're sort of useless and we just got to accept it. And then we may as well just become these like whiny complaining voices because we don't believe we can affect any real change. Fun is like, fun is cheeky. Mm. And I, I really come from that, like, like I said, Andy Kaufman, but also like, Abby Hoffman, you know, like like mm. um, like people that sort of fought the system by um, by just like with a wink, mm. you know, and making you making you kind of think like, huh, like maybe the next generation are, if you could just give them a wink at the right time, mm. you can say, hey, they didn't beat me, they didn't beat it out of me. You know, and that's like, I think, like, as we get older, we sort of are becoming like our generation, we're becoming like the elders, you know, of like Australian showbiz or whatever that is. And I just like, I really like um, connecting with younger artists and, and kind of mentoring them and like just fostering their sense of cheeky rebelliousness and their sense of fun. Because I think that's where like real change can come from. Yeah, it's sad that we're no longer producing um, comedy songs, making fun of. Like emerging artists in their twenties. No, but we've really lost it. But we do. We've got a number one song at the moment. That is true. We have. I heard. I heard. We, I've been following. We it. are number yeah. one in the charts in the iTunes charts. Cole makes me come number one. Is there is there a problem? Like, have you found that with your latest sing single like this or like that, you've run into problems because 
you know, there's a far more successful song out there, Coal Makes Me Come, yeah. that's just preventing your single from getting out there? Uh, look, as always, I think that uh, <laughs> the dualism that you are reflecting, as if it can only be the Chaser <laughs> or Ben Lee, you guys are like, you guys are caught in a dualistic mindset that you've been in since 1999. We can both coexist. <laughs> hey, Ben, it's been delightful chatting to you. Uh, it's great. It's great to connect with you guys, and um, and honestly, congratulations on like yeah, what you've this moment you guys are having with this song. It really <laughs> is. It's the spirit. You know, it's it's silly, but it's not silly. And it's like I think silliness is like way undervalued. And it's like I just I just love that the spirit is alive in you guys after all these years to do something like that. So it's awesome. And it's a it's a banger tune. Like it's an earworm. Yeah, that's the thing I like yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like, actually? Who did the? Who actually it, did the music? Well, it's, none of us. None no, of it's us. Cam, Cam Smith, <laughs> our, our editor. So, yeah. so you talked about working with the next generation. That's that's who Cam Smith is. He's now the editor of the Chaser, and he's a he's a polymath, and and he did, did this banger of a tune. And I mean, if Scott Morrison as vocalist, really, I wouldn't have thought he had it in him based on the April Sun in Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping he's going to win, a, you know, an aria for best rock vocal. I mean, he, he, surely he's, he's eligible now, isn't he? Because he is yeah, the yeah. lead vocal in the song. We're in the aria charts. We're like number seven or something. So. Amazing. It's so amazing. It's so cool. Uh, so uh, Ben's song Like This or Like That His single is streaming now Wherever you get your streams And uh, his new album I'm Fun Is out on August the 19th And, uh, and touring, touring in June Touring, touring in June Touring in June Ben are you after Are you after a support uh, If you're after a support act um, yeah, I'd Scott be more than happy to come and play the annoying Ben Lee song before <laughs> before you before your set. Wait, we should actually do that, Andrew. I'm serious. Like, I'm you, serious. Are you in, wait, are you in Sydney or Melbourne? I'm based in Melbourne these days, but I can. Okay, let's let's do it in Melbourne. Let's do it. That'd be really fun. I think that oh, would be funny. That's brilliant. That's great. <laughs> okay, you're cool. on. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.